Is this thing on? This thing is on. I went you first. You went first Q. this time. Good. This thing is on. Today's episode is actually me just prompting Seth to do a riff. So today's episode is titled Refining Your Episodes because we've done our first episode. We're going to figure out ways to, as I said, fine tune, maybe add some different elements. We're adding music. We're adding sound. But this goes back to something that we were talking about in earlier episodes, getting bogged down in things that are not the work. So when you're refining your episodes, there's a lot of opportunities to get bogged down in what's the theme music? What's my logo? What's this, that, this? And Seth has taught me a lot about this, but what, how, how much time should we be spending on theme music and picking a logo, Seth? Okay. So um, <laughs> think for a minute, close your eyes. I can't tell it's radio um, about a logo you admire. A logo that's out in the world that if you had been the person who picked it or created it, you'd be proud of it. You got that logo in mind? Okay, I'm just going to guess. I'm going to hazard a guess here that not one person picked a swastika, right? Because everyone picks a logo of a company or an organization they're proud of. They always pick a swoosh or the Starbucks logo or, some, or an Apple, right? And so, in fact... All a logo is, is a signifier of something else. It's the way it makes you feel about something else. And the same thing is true for certain levels of fit and finish. I got a note today from Craig Maud, who's a, uh, an author and a walker and a blogger. And he's doing this book about uh, coffee shops in Japan. And he's got 10,000 or however many backers. And he sent a note today that he was going to shred the entire finished project and start over because on page 14, the margin was one eighth of an inch off. And I just wanted to like leap through the computer. I'll go all the way to Japan and go, no one's buying it because of the margin on page 14. And so if you are finding yourself doing something that other people cannot detect, that is resistance. I believe you should do work that you are proud of. I believe in craftsmanship. That the great Robert Irwin, who was a, an artist in the 60s, famously finished the back of his paintings as carefully as the front. That if you look, if you took it off the wall, the care that was taken was extreme. But it didn't stop him from making paintings. It was part of his momentum. If, on the other hand, he said, oh, I can't make the deadline because I'm too busy straightening out the back of the picture, then something is wrong. And so what I'm encouraging people to do is a few rules of thumb. One, don't change something because you're bored with it. Change it because your listeners are bored with it. And you will be amazed at how long it takes your listeners to get bored. Number two, put an enormous amount of effort into the parts that sound like you, that look like you, that are about the change you seek to make and put as little effort as possible into technology and invisible detail because perfectionism is not the same as perfect. They are different things. And the word good enough, is an, the expression good enough is really interesting because good enough by definition means it's good enough. Anything above that by definition is wasted because we already decided what good enough was. Now, if your definition of good enough is too low, you should raise it. But once you reach whatever good enough is supposed to be, then you're done. 
And I got to tell you, I've been recorded a lot of times, whether it's TED Talks or podcasts or blog posts. And if you show me one, I'll say, oh, I missed my line there. Or I should have used this version of that slide. Or what a great chance to say this. And no one else says those things. So all the time I'm spending thinking about that, I should be spending on the hard questions like, why didn't I write a book about topic number seven? Right? That's a big thing I should have spent time on. Not there was a typo on page 84. Right. I love thinking about it that way. And I love reframing good enough because that as a creator and a creative myself, that is such a source of resistance is, is going above and beyond good enough. You also said something that really resonated about figuring out what changes people will actually detect. And I think you really have to be honest with yourself. And I, I get into this rut very often with my edits and with my podcast and everything that I'm creating where something is just driving me crazy. It's something, a little thing in there, like you're saying the slide or like the line that you missed. And it's something where I'm, I might go back all the way through and do spend all this time fixing this one little thing. But at the end of the day, you really need to be honest with yourself about whether your listener will detect it or not. And I've luckily think I've, I've kind of like chilled out a little in that respect. And I've, I've had an easier time now of, of figuring out whether or not people will be able to t- detect this thing that's driving me crazy. But when you're, when you're in, go, when you're spinning, when you're in that little spinning mode of, of going back and forth and trying to figure it out, really ask yourself if your listener is going to notice this or not. And if the answer is no, move forward, continue, go on and get to the real work. Parentheses, parentheses. You're probably not as good as you think you are. Parentheses. True. You probably need to dig in, not on, your Oxford comma usage, or how long in microseconds the pause is, you probably need to dig in on what would braver work look like. Because it's braver work that gets us a Spike Lee or an Elvis Costello. They did not succeed because they were better in the editing room. They succeeded because they had the guts to take a huge leap forward with generosity for a specific audience. Every minute you are spending worrying about a detail is a minute you are not spending being great. And you might be doing that on purpose. And that, well, you might be doing it subconsciously. And that's what's occupying you to, because those are the easier things to focus on than the big questions and the big work. So think about that and go make a ruckus. Thanks, Alex.